All right, we back, we back, we back. Second episode, um, talking with Brandon. Um, uh, let's just recap what, what we talked about last week. Um, basically, uh, you're currently incarcerated on a uh, alleged uh, armed robbery. Um, uh, in, that, uh, in your court, process um you ran into a situation where one of the officers involved uh gave a statement and uh in their statement they said one thing and then they ended up uh making a second secondary statement that contradicted the first statement uh which uh for anybody that's you know even halfway knowledgeable in the criminal justice system, that that's a situation that would open the door for what is called um, reasonable doubt. At least, you know, um, that's a, a statute that basically makes makes it mandatory that if you convict somebody, that they have to be guilty beyond a reasonable doubt. Not that it's possible or it's plausible, any of that crap that. You have to have concrete evidence that says that the person's guilty. And with this officer giving contradictory statements, you you have some issues with that, um, seeing that you got incarcerated behind these alleged charges. Uh, is that basically the gist of it? Sure. Okay. Okay, okay. Sure. You know, I, I I try to read a little bit <laughs> since last week. Just try to. Nah, that was. <laughs> nah, that was perfect. And, 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 and you planted a mental thought. You know what I mean? Okay, that's what's up. Amen. Um, so last week uh, we basically left off with you uh, breaking down components of the affidavit uh, and the affidavit that the officer submitted. Uh, just just to clarify a little bit further, you know, this affidavit is uh, basically a sworn under oath statement by the officer or the party and it is basically uh submitted into the the court as fact as in uh it, it it holds the same weight as being under oath you know um you swear to tell the truth the whole truth and nothing but the truth so help you god that that whole jazz so uh go ahead bro go ahead and finish breaking that down for us okay 
Yeah, I did want to ask you some questions about uh, last week's episode. Um, just some things that's been popping into my head. Uh, first of all, I want to uh, make a correction in something I said. I said um, implied immunity uh, last week. And it's not implied immunity. It's uh, qualified immunity. Uh, when I was talking about the police officers and how uh, they... You know, they can't be prosecuted and, and all that stuff. Uh, so I just wanted to make that correction. It's qualified, not implied. Um, but, um, you know, I've been thinking about a, a lot that you were saying. And the first thing that like popped out to me was your statement that said, um, uh, justice is in the eye of the beholder that thing and uh i believe that to be true in a lot of ways and it's seen day to day you know there's case files that could tell anybody that um you know you'll see how one person is sentenced to this another person is, is sentenced to that but it's the same crime 
or, you know, some people might get off or, you know, whatever the situation is, you know, it's in the eye of the beholder, usually coming down from uh, the prosecutor or the judge. Uh, and a lot of times it's the judge because uh, in certain cases, a lot of cases, there's not even a jury involved. So it's basically off of the statutes and the judge's final say so. You know, the prosecutor can make recommendations, but at the end of the at the end of the day, the judge has final say over a lot of court proceedings. But to to get past that part, the the reason why that stuck out to me is because I was just thinking like, how can we make a system that is fair and equal, uh, legitimately? And what I thought about was, and it, it, it sounds crazy, but I just want to get your thoughts on it. Um, and it has nothing to do with your specific case, uh, per se, but I just, it's just a thought that I want your, your, uh, your input on. Um, what do you think about, like, what if there was a, uh, a app or a database, uh, that basically has every single crime committed throughout the entire country. And in that database, you can see the offense and the punishment given. Now, if there's a situation where a person has identical crimes, but the punishment if they're so skewed, like so, you know, crazy out of whack, somebody, you know, will get notified and then they get flagged, and then that case is automatically under review. Now, what do you think about something like that? Justice right there. Here, we 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 hold court. 
within 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 our tribe, within our family, you know, it affects family. You didn't see families in the big book and in history where they go to war against each other because of an issue. I forgot the exact story what happened in the Bible where the people had a uh, had a uh, rape the girl, the daughter, which was a virgin, and then the brothers, the dad tried to go build a covenant of understanding with these people. I'll search it, it comes in the but he built a covenant with these people in the book where he's like, okay, listen, this happened, but we'll, you know, if you guys be circumcised, we'll forgive you, and then we could be able to uh, congregate with each other, you know, and we'll look past these wrongs that you guys cause on my daughter and, you know, break my daughter or whatever, whatnot. So, mm. They agreed to the covenant, to the peace covenant. So they get circumcised. So now while they're hurt, the brothers is like, they ain't having that. They killed everybody. You feel what I'm saying? That's the gesture that they had. And the dad's like, man, hold on, man, we did this. You know, by him being a wise elder and trying to correct him from that. But the brothers felt this was justifiable and it happened like this. And whatever happened after that happened. Whether we, but they killed everybody. They did this, you know, took the women. Something like that that happened in the story. Did that kind of give a basis from it? No, nah, it you know, you answer a question, but my my only fear is in that it's like there's a there's not enough structure in that uh for me. Just because you know, the father said one thing but the brothers did another thing, you know what I mean? So who's who's right in, in that situation? You know, it, is it the father for saying, Oh, we going we gonna have peace if you know you do this? Are we good? If that's the case, then the brothers should have never did what they did, but they did it anyway. Exactly. So, so who's right in that situation? I don't know. I think you and that's and that's where and that's where the wise counsel come in. That's where the counsel come in. That's where it takes a village to build these people because there's so much stuff that's broken down in the community right now, and we got to speak on it, and they got to be disciplined by it. You know what I mean? Like them sons was wrong if they had that in, if the dad said this, but if they had the ulterior motive and didn't want to tell their dad, it's like they're taking that chance to take the punishment that comes along with that because you devised your father's instructions, you know, and he's the head. You know what I'm saying? That's what it goes. You know, that's the basis. You know what I mean? Same thing with life in general. You know what I mean? Like, like your kids. Kids is gonna make their own decisions. Like, like, like you know, like. And sometimes we be as parents. We're like, here, I want you to do this. But the kid is an individual, individual. So it's like, what do they want to do? So we're supposed to support their dream and hone their skills and correct their wrongs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I can get that. All right. Uh, but yeah, that was a little side tangent. That, uh that uh really had nothing to do with your specific case but it was just something that stuck out to me because of what you said last week and so I wanted to just uh get your thoughts on it but uh can I ask you another question do you believe in the uh in the justice system do I believe in the justice system yeah in the in the current one that we have now
there's many stories in here. I mean, I'm in the belly of the beast right now. You know what I mean? I'm, uh, right. I'm in here gappled up with everybody, and they have their views. Like, just yesterday. Okay, so the justice system is not just, you know, the court system, but here at DOC and the, um, people in the background. They got, okay, so we got DOC, and then we have, uh, like, hearings. Like, if you get in trouble, that's for form of justice system, you know, yeah. for the due process here. You, you get, okay, so look. So the guys, I mean, the guy was just talking yesterday, you know, I might have him tap in on one of these sessions or whatever, but we was talking. And so this is what happened in documented. He said, it's okay. And I told him what I was doing and how I was doing it. And it's weird how you just said this. And I'm just going to splash some shit on this aspect right here. So, so he gets, uh, somebody, a different race, a white guy, just like fired on him, right? Mm-hmm. So fired on him. Bang, 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 bang. And uh, he fires him back. And he uh, fires his shit up, got him on the ground, you know, whatever. That's what transpired. That happened. And so now they go to the hall. So the other guy, which was a white guy, he ends up getting out of the hall and, and, and beating his right up, right? You have 60 seconds remaining. I'm going to call back. Give me a second. Okay. All right, we good. All right, you okay, were saying okay. uh, the white guy got out. Okay. So, so, so this is what happened. So, so like I said, so, yeah, he got out. White guy fires on the black dude. The white the black guy fires back. He, uh, he ends up beating him up and stuff, whatever the case may be. So now they go to the hole. The white guy gets out. The black guy stays in. But they're in this certain pod, which is a senative pod, right? So they bring white guy back to the pod after the black guy gets that serving his uh, time in the, uh, in the hole or whatever they take him to a different pod which is a lesser degree of the incentive pod right and so he's like man hold on man this is not cool you know what's going on and uh, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get these documents documents too or, or if we need be or let's put it out there I was just crazy that you just said what you said and me and him was talking about this like I said you know let's spread this out but mm-hmm. this, this, this is the bottom line what happened people Meaning the hearings officer, they call it I and I and all these people or whatever it takes. They end up saying that there was an error in the white guy's paperwork. That's why he ended up getting off on his writer. But this guy ends up getting it. So he appeals it. My guy appeals it and he writes these guys like, you know, this is racist. This is like this. This is like this. And it goes all the way up into the superintendent. And then when they review the thing, they reverse his whole write up and apologize to him because he wasn't first of all, he's not the one that initiated the fight. You guys saying that he initiated the fight. Yeah. Basically bottom line, it's a whole lot of it's a whole lot of fuckery. And as we know, and I got this I got this paper too from the um from the uh, I got this paper from the Supreme Court of uh, Washington and uh, that's like nine judges. There's nine judges in the Supreme Court. So you got the Superior Court in the municipal court where it's like one judge here, me versus me, yeah. state prosecutor versus judge. You go to appeal, and then there's three judges on the appeal level, on the court of appeal, then you go to the Supreme Court, which is the highest court of Washington, which is nine judges. Uh, nine judges. And so they gave out this, uh, this memo directed to the judges and the lawyers and the whole community. And they're talking to them guys, talking about the injustice that's been going on. You know, they got this Black Lives Matter movement that's going on, which is huge. And, and, and the justice people is telling the 
to the lawyers. They're giving them a directive where they're like, this has been going on for years. You know what I mean? And I'm going to read that paper to you. I should have brought it out. Now that you're on it, now, now that we're on this note, when we pick up uh, next week, I know our whole little 20, we ran over. But uh, next week, we're going we're gonna to start off. I'm going to read that note. I'm going to bring that, that, that uh, what the Chief Justice people said, man, and it's major. It's heavy. It's heavy what they said and what they're giving out a directive. But to answer your question, I don't, I don't, I don't really believe in the justice system. And then that's just with that situation. And then specifically with my situation, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell it like it is. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you what, what was said, what, what was said by my lawyer. My lawyer is uh, a preacher. You understand me? So I know he ain't tricking me or selling me no game or, or whatever the case with this situation, which, which, which what it is. Mm-hmm. But the prosecutor told my uh, attorney. He told my attorney, and I'm pretty sure he uh, affirmed it. Like I said, you know, he's a preacher, so I'm about telling him, hey, man, we live, and we and we podcasting, and we broadcasting, man, and uh, we looking for you, you understand me? We want you to answer this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we put him in a pickle, man, he might have to, you know, address this. But yeah, yeah. bottom line, my attorney kept telling me that the prosecutor said, hey, you're, because uh, they tried to tell me to take a deal for, uh, they tried to take me, tell me to take a deal, and they said, plead to his firearms, so I was charged with a robbery. And then I was charged with a gun. And he said, here, man, you plead to this gun, and we'll give you 100 months. I'm like, no, sir, that's not right, uh, whatever. He said, man, here, you plead to this gun, and then you can ask the judge for 871. No, sir, that's not right. It's like this. So then he tells my attorney, he says, hey, man, this is a good deal for your, uh, this is a good deal for your, uh, for your client, considering what he does. And so he's like, what did he do? What are you talking about? What do you mean? What do you do? This is a good. This is a good deal. Consider what your client done, and yeah. and, and and that goes. And we're gonna get further into that, but just keep that in mind right there, which we kind of already splashed on. And that just goes back to, uh, to 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 what I learned from from the own material that we was doing last week, and that was this right here, man. This. So last week we said to accuse and apply an uncharged criminal conduct violate okay let me slow that down to accuse and apply uncharged criminal conduct so he's saying i did something what are you saying that i did which yeah which i'm not even being accused i mean which which i'm not even being charged for so to accuse and apply uncharged criminal conduct it violates the right to the presumption of innocence so you're accusing me of something when the law says you got the presumption of innocence until proven guilty. How are you telling me I did something and you ain't even charged me with that allegation? Yeah. You feel me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That don't, that don't make sense. And, and, and it's perfect with, it's per- it's, your question lines up to this because technically, like like right now, we're, our next, so we just did the affidavit, so now we're going to go to the Fourth Amendment and and, and, and then we're going to jump into the Frank's motion when you were talking about, well, what did your lawyer think about this? And I told you we did a match that. But that's that's right along where we're moving. But to accuse somebody uh, of a, uh, uncharged misconduct, that's a, uh, that's one of the standards in the process that went along with my case. And um, the, uh, the judge made a ruling. And so, you know, that's what I was unfolding on that. Like, that's, that's where, once we jump into that, it's going to get uh, real, real crazy and um i don't even really want to uh, touch bases on it but it's just plant that little seed but once we get to the uncharged misconduct we're going to come back to that question right there and uh really dive into it you know because uh 
Okay, well, I definitely got some questions about your lawyer too, man. Cause um, <laughs> like, <laughs> bro, like there, there's some shit that that just seems really obvious to me, and I'm I'm a I'm an idiot. I don't know law like that, bro. It's not it's not my expertise, but uh-huh. it it seems like if there if these conversations were being had behind the scenes. Um, that any lawyer that's you know worth his weight would be able to navigate through this thing a little bit better than what he did. Um, and you know that's that's just my unprofessional professional opinion. Um, and I you know I was thinking about that uh, too, like all week, and I was like, man, like. When it comes to law, for those for those people uninitiated and listening that never had any, you know, uh, running with the law, never been in the court system, you know, the do gooders of the world. I, I'm not shaming you, but you know, I have a little bit of experience. I've been in the court system a little bit, and what I've noticed is that really, really, um, the burden of proof doesn't fall on you right if you want if you want to uh if you find yourself in a a situation where you're in court and you charged with something or facing some type of time or whatever it's not your responsibility to prove your innocence it's the prosecutor's job to prove you're guilty that that's first and foremost so always say not guilty always say not guilty because then it puts the responsibility on them to have to prove that you're you're guilty because like you said it's innocent until proven guilty i'm innocent until you can prove i'm guilty so man if that's the standard if that's the standard it has to be really hard for prosecutors to get um, convictions, unless, you know, obviously people snitch or there's just clear cut evidence or whatever. And like you said last week, there's video evidence, you know, to, uh, to the contrary of what that police officer said in his statement. So to me, where, where your lawyer lacked, and, and I don't know because I wasn't there day to day, is that what I notice is that lawyers, that ho- the whole lawyer game is theatrics, man. It's whoever whoever could talk that game the best, whoever uh, is slick with them words, whoever has the most charisma and smooth and all that shit. Like that person is gonna get you off. Like they might not be technically sound as far as their law and their knowledge of the law. But if they smooth and they they slick and and they charming or whatever, they can get you off. I don't know if this dude's like as stiff as a board. You say he's a preacher. If he's a preacher, man, you know how to move the people. If you if you're a good preacher, so I don't know what's going on with this dude. And I don't know some of this stuff. What's up? It's a great format that you just laid out. You know, and it goes back to what to what to what we're saying like. 
not only like like the people that chime in and listen to it, not only do we want you to listen to it, I want you to pay attention to it and have an open mind and open ears because this is the law that we're talking about and you can learn from the situation. And so it goes back to the maximum when I was saying, ignorance of the law is no excuse. And that is a double-edged sword too because can't nobody fight better than you, Gerald, with your own two hands, so you got to fight for yourself. Yeah. And that means that I have to educate myself because, like I said, ignorance of the law is no excuse. Right. And then it, 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 it occurs to, for violating the law, too, it applies. And there's another maximum, like I said, when we were talking, the law leaves the wrong door where it finds them. So if you did not apply these certain... I'm going to freeze that real quick. I reinforce positive energy and positive everything. And there was a time where I was thinking, man, you know, certain positive thoughts about, you know, attorney of where he stood and how he stood and stuff like this yeah but by me i'm taking the bible challenges and trying to provide grace to each and every situation so you could have made a mistake and there's this thing that they call uh ineffective assistance of counsel you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. and so that's something where in my favor you know what i'm saying but then again like i said you know the bottom line ignorance of the law is no excuse so i don't blame nobody but myself but now i do know what I'm knowing and I'm pressing all these issues and I'm applying it which we'll get into too you said something about reasonable doubt and, 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 I, I, hold on, let me cut you off real quick. Let me cut you off real quick. And uh, you know, I appreciate you saying that because even though I have my issues with your lawyer, even though I never met the man or whatever, um, it, it's I think it's solid of you to to have that standpoint to give the man grace, like you, you know, you you uh. You've been educating yourself, and you found some some angles and things that he could have attacked, and uh, and and you you can see that he messed up, and at least an, enough to get to where you you uh to have you wind up where you are. You know what I'm saying? But you you giving the man grace, and and I applaud you for that. Um, me on the other hand. Even though I grew up in the church, I'm a little bit harder. <laughs> I'm a little bit harder to sway in that matter. Uh, you know, I hold a grudge to to the grave. You feel me? But um, yes, you know, I appreciate you uh, saying that. But go ahead, bro. Yes, sir. Yeah, nah, I know exactly what you're saying because it was like you know, I went through that. You know, and it's like they say, the more you know, the more you grow. And just like I said, you know, I'm looking at the the big Bible when he scars books, and I'm taking those. I'm taking it as a challenge, you know, I've been through the school of hard knocks, so I'm taking, you know what I mean, these hard routes, not these easy routes, you know, it's hard to, it's easy to say, man, you did this, you know, when we were young, you play one finger, you got four pointing at you, what did I do? Yeah. I was ignorant of the law. What did I do? You can think yourself in this situation, or you can uh, uh, speak yourself in this situation, so how did I end up in this situation? And yeah. then in the big book, they say, you're at where you're at, because where you're at, because that's where the Lord wanted you to be, so I'm taking these challenges, and I'm taking them substances, and I'm still good, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. um, that's that. But uh, you said something about it's, it seems hard to convict. It's easy. It's easy to convict due to ignorance. So it's easy for somebody to be convicted, but it's hard for the conviction to be sustained. And you're talking about reasonable doubt. Like you're splashing us with all this reasonable doubt stuff, and this is what I just found out about reasonable doubt. Again, some RCWs and stuff like that, and, and, and just the law, which we'll go over, but I want to give you this overview. So reasonable doubt, they have an RCW based upon reasonable doubt, right? Mm -hmm. And 
what it is. And um, but then they have this format for a motion to dismiss due to insufficiency of evidence, lack of evidence. And so, and that's and that's a uh, and they have a format for that, which is, which is that you 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 believe all reasonable inferences. Uh, you're not really disputing something. So, like I said, if I match that, if I say the officer said this, but the video shows this, that means that I'm disputing something. So you'll lose that argument by using insufficiency of evidence. Mm. In the court of appeals, we use insufficiency of evidence. So this is the back door that the system used. They use insufficiency of evidence due to reasonable doubt, but you got to flip the game. You got to use the RCW 9A.04.100 and use that and say that you have reasonable doubt and that there was insufficiency of evidence. Because when you use the, reason, the RCW reasonable doubt uh, thing, that's a directive from the legislators, people that wrote the laws and passed the laws. And that tells these guys, you gotta, you gotta find all these elements or throw it out. So that's the directive. So the trick what they use, they use sufficiency of evidence. And so, like I said, insufficiency of evidence means that all the evidence reasonable inferences, you know, it's a lot of these things, you know, and I didn't, I didn't write the, uh, I could talk about it, but I'm going to write and give you a format on that to see, you know, the difference on this. So, so again, to what you were saying, um, it's easy to convict, but hard to restrain that conviction. And you know it to yourself, to know it to yourself. You know what I'm saying? You know right. that to yourself. You know what What you think about that, Paul? Hey man, it all sounds uh, it all sounds legit to me. Um, damn, bro, we we running right up against the clock again. Uh, I guess we just gonna keep this one a little bit shorter than the last. But um, this is a good stopping point. Give some the people something to marinate on, and and we'll pick up next week and and dig deeper into. Uh, those uh, uh, statutes, those RCWs that you wanted to talk about, and then the uh, the Frank's Law that you brought up. So we'll get into that and 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 uh, iron out that whole situation, lay it out for them, so so that they understand. Bro, I hear you. You just, you just were splashing that, make you sound like a scholar, bro. I hear it, man. You you splashing that shit. Did you hear yourself? <laughs> <laughs> I told you, man. Like after last week, bro, I had some questions, so I just like, man, let me let me do some googles real quick. Let me just let me uh, try to figure some things out on my own, and then let me ask him uh, what he experienced and, and, and what he saw and what he felt and all this thing. And uh, it just this is just what it is, man. I, I try to do my best. applying it and you learn it man that's one thing and uh you know that's like i said everybody that's listening in you know you guys could apply these things whether you got a friend a brother a cousin or you're going through some you know some things you know what i mean and, and how i i'm just gonna wrap up with this how i got onto this stuff you know uh i'm now google scholar you know google scholar you can, you can type in you can search case law for free on google scholar you know and, um check out that rcw like we're talking about you know reasonable doubt that's that's that nine point Hold on, 9.8, uh, 9, 9A.04.100, you know, and uh, it's a directive. When you use that, that means, here, that directive means if something is missing, if any element is missing in this case, it won't sustain, you know what I mean? It won't stand. If you look it up to 
Nine eight point four point one hundred. Nine. It has sixty seconds remaining. Nine eight point zero four. Zero four. Point one hundred. Yeah. Okay. Reasonable doubt. Yes, all right. Sir. All right. Cool. I'll look it up. All right, brother. Uh, it's good talking to you always. Uh, and I look forward to our next conversation. Yes, sir. Sound good? All right, bro. You stay up. All right. All right, love you, man. Love you, man.